Welcome to Zikhu Dafsi Mani Memorandum Ram Gold Ryan Tim with Zagas Baba Kama Daf Memches. The fifth parak Shoshan Naga Kasapara. So the three types we're going to focus on. And when the Gemara relates that a woman once entered someone's house with permission to bake, the homeowner's goat ate the dough and died, and Rav required her to pay for the goat. Although Rav had taught that one is not responsible when an animal harms itself by eating his food, since she received permission to bring the dough in, she accepted to prevent it from causing harm, as we'll explain. The Gemara asks why this is different from a Bryce, which implies that a woman who brought wheat into someone's courtyard with permission would not be responsible for an animal slipping on it. The Gemara answers that regarding bringing wheat into someone's property, came into law by its new immediately since it doesn't require any privacy. The courtyard's owner does not need to remove himself from it. Therefore, therefore, the owner remains responsible for protecting his property. However, regarding baking, since she requires privacy because her arms are exposed during the process, the yard owner removes himself from the property when granting permission to bake there. Therefore, the responsibility of guarding his property is upon her. Point number two, the Mishnah and Daf Mem Zayin Amabes had taught, If the trespasser's ox fell into the homeowner's pit and fouled its waters, its owner is chayv. Rav said this is only when it fouled the waters while falling into them, when it's classified as short, but if it fouled them after falling, he's exempt because the ox is then classified as the damager of boar, which damages passively, and water is the equivalent of kalim, utensils, being inanimate, and we never found a boar which is liable for damaged kalim. The Gemara asks that this is true according to Shmuel, who considers any obstacle a bore, even of its own. But according to Rub, who classifies all owned obstacles as shore, the owner should still be liable for the damaged waters. Therefore, Rub's statement is revised to be that the ox's owner is only liable shehivish magufo, where it fouled the waters with its body, of ohivish marecho patr. But if it fouled them with the carcass's odor, he's exempt because grama ba'amahu, it's merely causative damage. But grama ba'amahu machayev, and one is not chayev for mere causative damage. And pointing with you, the Mishnah taught that if the homeowner's father or son was in the pit and was killed when the ox fell in, its owner pays kofer. The Mishnah said the ox is a tum, which is not liable for kofer. Rav answers that the animal was a muah to fall into people in pits, and Rav Yosef explains that it was not killed the first three times because the chazi yarok of enough of the cases where it saw vegetation at the pit's edge and fell in while trying to eat it, never intending to kill, and became a muah to do so. Shmuel says the animal is a tum, and the Mishnah is the opinion of Rabbi Yossi Aglili holds that a tum would pay chatzik kofer. Ul goes further and says that Rabbi Yossi Aglili holds it would be tarfon that a tum is liable to full damages in private property, so a tum would pay full kofer for killing someone in private property. The Gemara notes that according to Ula, the Mishnah picked a case of the owner's father or son in the pit because that would obligate full kofer. But according to Shmuel Orchid de Milsikatani, it's teaching a common case but would apply to anyone. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara relates that a woman once entered someone's house with permission to bake. The homeowner's goat ate the dough and died, and Rubber required her to pay for the goat. Although Rub had taught that one is not responsible when an animal harms itself by eating his food, since she received permission to bring the dough in, she accepted to prevent it from causing harm, as we'll explain. The Gemara asks why this is different from a Bryce, which implies that a woman who brought wheat into someone's courtyard with permission would not be responsible for an animal slipping on it. The Gemara answers that regarding bringing wheat into someone's property, came into law by its new use immediately since it doesn't require 
any privacy. The courtyard's owner does not need to remove himself from it. Therefore, therefore, the owner remains responsible for protecting his property. However, regarding baking, Kevin Debaitz news since she requires privacy because her arms are exposed during the process, the yard owner removes himself from the property when granting permission to bake there. Therefore, the responsibility of guarding his property is upon her. Point number two, the Mishnah Daf Mem Zayin Amabesit taught, Nafugabar of Chayev, if the trespasser's ox fell into the homeowner's pit and fouled its waters, its owner is Chayev. Rav said this is only when it fouled the waters while falling into them, Bishas Nafila, when it's classified as shore, about Lacher Nafila Pater. But if it fouled them after falling, he's exempt because the ox is then classified as the damager of boar, which damages passively, and water is the equivalent of kalim, utensils, being inanimate, and we never found a boar which is liable for damaged kalim. The more asked that this is true according to Shmuel, who considers any obstacle a boar, even of its own. But according to Rub, who classifies all owned obstacles as shore, the owner should still be liable for the damaged waters. Therefore, Rav's statement is revised to be that the ox's owner is only liable shehivish magufo, where it fouled the waters with its body. But if it fouled them with the carcass's odor, he's exempt because grama ba'amahu, it's merely causative damage. But grama ba'amahu machayim, and one is not chayev for mere causative damage. And pointing with you, the Mishnah taught that if the homeowner's father or son was in the pit and was killed when the ox fell in, its owner pays kofer. The rest said the ox is a tum, which is not liable for kofer. Rav answers that the animal was a muah to fall into people in pits, and Rav Yosef explains that it was not killed the first three times because the chazi yarok of enough of the cases where it saw vegetation at the pit's edge and fell in while trying to eat it, never intending to kill, and became a muah to do so. Shmuel says the animal is a tum, and the Mishnah is the opinion of Rabbi Yossi Aglili holds that a tum would pay chatzikofer. Ul goes further and says that Rabbi Yossi Aglili holds that Rabbi Tarfon that a tum is liable to full damages in private property, so a tum would pay full kofer for killing someone in private property. The Gemara notes that according to Ula, the Mishnah picked a case of the owner's father or son in the pit because that would obligate full kofer, but according to Shmuel Orchid de Milsikatani, it's teaching a common case, but would apply to anyone. All right, so now we go to Simon Daf Memches. And our standard Simon relates to Moach, a brain, and we use a brainiac as the Simon, a highly intelligent person. So here goes. The brainiac's wife baking in her neighbor's house, who is horrified when the neighbor's go died from eating her dough, making her chayef to pay, called her husband who was busy testing the water in a pit to see if it was fouled from a shore's body that fell into it or from the carcass's odor. Unaware that an ox just fell into a pit behind him, killing his father, making its owner chayef and kofer. Once again, some motion. The brainiac's wife, brainiac, that must be on Daf Memches, Moach, brain. The brainiac's wife baking in her neighbor's house, who was horrified when the neighbor's goat died from eating her dough, making her chayef to pay, which reminds us, the Gemara relates that a woman once entered someone's house with permission to bake. The homeowner's goat ate the dough and died, and Rav required her to pay for the goat. This is because since she requires privacy, because her arms are exposed during the process, the yard's owner removed himself from the property when granting her permission to bake there. Therefore, the responsibility of guarding his property is upon her. So the brainiac's wife baking in her neighbor's house, who was horrified when the neighbor's goat died from eating her dough, making her chive to pay, called her husband who was busy testing the water in a pit to see if it was fouled from a shore's body that fell into it 
or from the carcass's odor, which reminds the Mishnah Daf Memzayin Amabesa Tad. Nafla Bar If the trespasser's ox fell into the homeowner's pit and fouled its waters, its owner is chayv. Rav said this is only when it fouled the waters while falling into them, when it's classified as a shore. Avalach or Nafila Pata, but if it fouled them after falling in, he's exempt. According to Rav, Rav's statement is revised to be that an ox's owner is only chayv shehivish megufo, where it fouled the waters with its body. Avalhivish merecho Pata, but if it fouled them with the carcass's odor, he's Pata because Grama Ba'amalu, it's merely causative damage. For Grama Ba'amalu, and one is not chayev for mere causative damage. So the brainiac's wife baking in her neighbor's house, who was horrified when the neighbor's goat died from eating her dough, making her chayev to pay, called her husband who was busy testing the water in a pit to see if it was fouled from a shore's body that fell into it or from the carcass's odor, unaware that an ox just fell into a pit behind him, killing his father, making its owner chayev and kofer, which reminds us the Mishnah taught that if the homeowner's father's son was in the pit, and was killed when the ox fell in, its owner pays kofer. The more asked that the ox is a tum and it's not liable to kofer. Rav answers that the animal was a mua to fall onto people in pits, and Rav Yosef explains that it was not killed the first three times because the cases where it saw vegetation at the pit's edge and fell in while trying to eat it, never intending to kill, and became a mua to do so. So once again, the brainiac's wife baking in her neighbor's house, who was horrified when the neighbor's goat died from eating her dough, making her chive to pay, called her husband who was busy testing the water in a pit to see if it was fouled from a shore's body that fell into it or from the carcass's odor, unaware that an ox just fell into a pit behind him, killing his father, making its owner chive and kofer. All right, so now it's time for four blah Daf Mem Dalad. So the sermon Daf Mem Dalad is mud. So here goes. The ox that rubbed itself against a muddy wall. Mud? That must be more on Daf Mem Dalad. The ox that rubbed itself against a muddy wall, which then collapsed and killed a Jew, which reminds us, the next mission states, If an ox was rubbing itself against a wall and it collapsed onto a person and killed him, or if an ox intended to kill an animal, a goy, or a non-viable baby, and instead killed a viable Jew, it is putter. There's malchok as whether an ox is liable for unintentional damages when it injures a person. So the ox that rubbed itself against a muddy wall, which then collapsed, and killed a Jew, and then got so angry that it got all muddy that it attempted to gore someone to death, but accidentally killed someone else, which reminds us the Mishnah taught that an ox which intended to kill an animal and killed a person is exempt from being stoned. This implies that if it had tended to kill a Jew and killed a different Jew, it is stoned. The Mishnah disagrees with Rabbi Shimon, who said, Even if it intended to kill this Jew, and instead killed another, it's pater, because the Torah said, The ox shall be stoned, and the owner shall also die. This juxtaposition teaches, As the laws are regarding the owner's death, so are the laws regarding the ox's death. So the ox that rubbed itself against a muddy wall, which then collapsed, and killed a Jew, and then got so angry that it got all muddy that it attempted to gore someone to death, but accidentally killed someone else, turned out to be an ownerless ox, which isn't killed, which reminds us, there's some alchokas if an ownerless ox that kills a Jew is killed, Rav Huna says, the Ryud exempted the ox, afil nagach ubasov hiktish, even where it gored and he subsequently was maktishet, nagach ubasov hifkir, or it gored and he subsequently was mafkaret. Daf mem hey, so the similar daf mem hey is manishtana. So here goes. When the little boy at the city who asked, why is it different? Why is it different? Manishtana? That must be on daf mem hey. When the little boy at the Seder asked, why is it different for a shomer to return an ox after it was condemned, which reminds us, a Bryson teaches that if a shomer was guarding an ox when it killed someone, he can return it before its sentence to avoid paying for it since it's currently a valuable ox. If he returned after it was condemned, the Tanakhama says, in a mochsar, it's not considered return because it's now worthless. But Rabbi Yaakov says it's considered return. 
Rabbi says they argue about if Basin can rule on the case of an ox, not in his presence. So a little boy, the said who asked, why is it different for a Shomer to turn an ox after it was condemned, was interrupted by his brother who went ahead and read about the four Shomrim, who are Niknesu Takas Abalim, which reminds the Bryce elaborates on the mission on Daf Mem Dalarama Base. Arba Niknesu Takas Abalim, four people take the owner's place to be liable for an animal's damages, and they are the Shomer Chinam, a Shoel, a Nosei Sachar, and a Socher, an unpaid Shomer, a borrower, a paid Shomer, and a renter. If the ox killed, then a tum would be killed and no kofar is paid. If it's a muad, now ragi mushalmin is a kofar. The ox is killed and the shomer pays kofar. And must return the ox's value to its owner, except for a shomer chinam, who was pater. So when the little boy, the seder, asked, why is it different for a shomer to return an ox after it was condemned, was interrupted by his brother who went ahead and read about the four shomrim, who are niknesu takazabalim. Their father stood up holding a knife and said he would guard proper behavior at the table, just like he would guard Amuad, which reminds us, the Gemara brings him a focus about the level of Shmira required for Tam and Muad. Rebbe says, Enel Shmira al Sakin. Amuad has no sufficient guarding except the knife of Shechita, and he's liable for damages even when he guarded it in a superior way. Daf Memvav, so the similar Daf Memvav is a cow that goes moo. So here goes. The owner of the mooing ox, mooing ox, that must mean we're in Daf Memvav, moo. The owner of the mooing ox, which was standing by the dead cow a gourd with the dead cow fetus by its side, told the owner of the fetus, Hamotzim Lechavero, all of Araya, which reminds us, the fifth parak begins, If an ox scored a cow and its fetus was found dead at its side, and it's unknown if the cow gave birth before the ox scored it, and the ox's owner is not responsible, or if it gave birth after the ox gored it, causing the loss of the fetus, he pays chasinezik for the cow and ravinezik for the fetus. This mission reflects the opinion of Sumkas who holds Mamun Mutabasavak Hokin, money whose ownership is inherently in doubt, is divided by the two parties. But the Khamim hold Zekal Gadobadin, this is a great rule in judgment. So the owner of the mooing ox, which was standing by the dead cow, a gourd of the dead cow fetus, by its side, told the owner of the fetus, Hamotsim Mechavero. Alavaraya, which is a call Gadol Bedin, which reminds us, the Gemara why the principle of Hamutz Mechaver Alavaraya is called Klal Gadol Bedin, a great rule in judgment. It first answers that it teaches Dafil Nizak Omer Bari, Umazik Omer Shema, that even if the victim says, you're definitely liable, and the damage only says, I'm possibly exempt, the victim cannot collect without proof. And we also learn that, Ein Holchin B'mamun Acharov, we don't go after the majority in monetary matters. So the owner of the mooing ox, which was standing by the dead cow, a gourd of the dead cow fetus, by its side, told the owner of the fetus, Hamotsim Mechavero, Alavaraya, which is Kualgado Bedin, and is based on Svora, like someone sick, going to a doctor, which reminds us. Ravashi says that Hamotsim Mechavero, Alavaraya, is a Svora. It's simple logic, that one suffering from pain goes to a doctor to be cured. Similarly, anyone attempting to litigate a claim against his fellow must substantiate his claim to Basin. Daf Mem Zayin, so the simmer Daf Mem Zayin is a maze. So here goes. The maze owner's cow, maze, that must be more Daf Mem Zayin. The maze owner's cow that gored an ox and ran into the maze with its recently born calf to escape payment of half damages or quarter damages, which reminds us, the Mishnah taught that where a pregnant cow gored an ox and it's unknown if the cow gave birth before the attack or afterwards, if the cow is here, then half damages can be collected from the cow. And if the cow is not here, then quarter damages can be collected from the offspring. 
So the maze owner's cow that Gordon Oxen ran into the maze with its recently born calf to escape payment of half damages or quarter damages broke some pots that were placed there by a potter who had rishos to enter, which reminds us. The next Mishnah states, If a potter brought his pots into a homeowner's courtyard without rishos and the homeowner's animal damaged the pots, he's potter from paying. And if the animal is harmed by the pots, the potter is chayv. But if he brought them in with permission and they were broken, the courtyard's owner is liable. The same laws are taught for bringing in produce or an animal. Rebbe says, In all these cases, the homeowner is not high for property damage in his domain unless he accepts it to guard it. So the maize owner's cow that gored an ox and ran into a maze with its recently born calf to escape payment of half damages or quarter damages, broke some pots that were placed there by a potter who had rishos to enter, and then died from overeating produce that was put there by someone who wasn't allowed to be there, but still didn't have to pay, which reminds us. The mission taught that if the homeowner's animal is harmed by produce brought in without permission, the produce's owner is liable. Ravis said that this is only where the animal slipped on the produce. But if the animal ate the produce and died from overeating, he is put because it should not have eaten so much. Tosus explains that one is not high where the animal brought the harm upon itself. All right, so now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which Duffy Makok is writing what the din is when a Shoma returns an ox after it's condemned to death? That's on Duff. Memheg. Good number two, which stuff do discuss why the owner of an ox that fell into a homeowner's pit, killing his father or son, was liable in Kofair? That's on Duff. Memchas. Good number three, which stuff do you learn that Hamotzi Mechavero, Olivariah, is based on Svara? That's on Duff. Membav. Good number four, which stuff do you learn the distinction between an animal fouling water it fell into with its body versus fouling the water through the carcass's odor? That's on Duff. Memchas. Good number five. Which of the one that one is not high when someone's animal overeats and dies from produce that was not permitted to be there in the ball buys his chatzir? That's on Duff. Memzine. Good number six. Which stuff do we learn that the Torah awarded to make Vlados to the ball even if he had relations with the woman out of wedlock? That's on Duff. Mem Gimel. Good number seven. Which stuff do we learn when the woman baking in her neighbor's property was high for his goat that died from eating her dough? That's on Duff. Good number eight, which of the why Amotzi Mechavero Alvariah was called a Kal Gadol Bedin. That's on Duff. Memvav. Good number nine, which of the one Rabbi Shimon holds that if an ox intended to kill one Jew and it killed another, the ox is not liable for death. That's on Duff. Memdal. Good number ten, which of the one that when a pregnant cow gored an ox and it's unknown if the cow gave birth before the attack or afterwards, half damages can be collected from the cow or quarter damages from the offspring. That's on Duff. Memzine. Excellent. That concludes today's share. This is everybody. Ram Goldhart from Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.